Hey, welcome on Pointers. Is being intentional important? What happens when we are not intentional in the way we live? And how can we live being intentional? Well, today's guest is going to help us with these questions. He's going to share with us why intentional living is so important. So let's get into the interview. Well, welcome, Ryan, to the On Point cast. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, one thing that I noticed about you is that you like to help people. So that's really encouraging. And how did that all start? How did you start going, wow, I want to start helping people? Yeah. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for, uh, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Secondly, uh, it's starting, you know, I am, and that's a great question. I think where it started is I am the second oldest of 10. And so as a young person, having a lot of younger siblings, uh, I was often in a space to help my mom and dad uh, take care of my younger siblings. So I think as a young age, it was just a natural way of being. In general, as a profession, though, it probably I've become so it's 2020. Now I've been a certified professional coach since 2009. And that probably came about right before I was certified as a coach. I was working in artist management. So I I was managing a bunch of bands and what I love. Yeah. I'm a big fan of live music. I love being around the music scene. I love connecting with other people. And so what I loved most about working as a band manager was really the inspiring and the empowering and the connecting with these young musicians and helping them to decide, you know, who they wanted to be and how they wanted to show up and what they wanted the rest of their life to look like. There was aspects of the industry that I didn't love. I didn't like dealing with shady club owners. There was a couple <laughs> of things, that, you know, there's there just bits and pieces of it that didn't align with who I was. And so in October of 2008, I think I had the same, not the same conversation, but the word or the term or the concept of being a coach came up in three different conversations. Wow. And yeah. And I was like, you know what? That feels right. That aligns with who I am. That is what I'm doing. That's what I love about what I do. How could I make that into just what I do? And so, yeah, in 2009, I was certified as a professional coach. I still worked with musicians for a long time. So I was really um, focusing with musicians who wanted to be not necessarily better musicians, but better human beings, more of um, more focused, more intentional, more purposeful, uh, setting higher goals and and really getting clarity on on how they wanted to show up and everything. they. Wow. That's probably where it really started from a professional standpoint. Wow. So so you would you can trace it all the way back to uh, your parents saying, hey, help out your uh, siblings, right? In a sense, that was helping them. And then uh, from there, you went into helping bands. And um, then you started going, well, I want to help other people. And you got certified as a coach. So you would say these are the determining factors to help you to know where you wanted to go. I think that's a big part of it. You know, I've always been an entrepreneur in some capacity. And a lot of uh, being an entrepreneur is deciding who you want to be every day and reminding yourself right. of that. You know, I think successful entrepreneurs typically have a strong mindset and they, they are in, on purpose with their mindset. And so that's always been a kind of a part of my life. I did own a daycare center for a while as well with my father. And that was also helping people and taking care yeah, of children yeah. and that type of a thing. Yeah, And so it all kind of focused, you know, it's hard to say when or how I think it all has built it together. I think, you know, we're all exactly who we should be for every second of life we've lived up until this moment. So it's all part of the same big puzzle. Wow. So you definitely have this picture of where you want to go. And obviously it's taken different routes, you know, basically helping different types of people. Yeah. Um, how did you decide, wow, to be able to really help people, I need to be certified. How did that all come about? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I think a lot of the influence actually came from my wife. So I, I'm the right side of the brain of the family. She's the left side of the brain of the family. 
okay. I didn't really, I never went to, uh, I went to college for a little bit, but I never graduated at like a university. And she was at an upbringing that was really more focused on getting an education and being sure that you do it in that path. And so when we started thinking about this coach and thing, my intention was like, yeah, I could just do it. And uh, she was more like, well, let's, let's, you know, let's do it right. Let's go out and get an education so that you're doing it appropriately and you're getting certified. Um, and I did a little bit of research. And, and then really the more I thought about it and worked on it, I found that, you know, if you're going to be changing people's lives and being a part of that, that process, you're really going to want to be the best that you possibly can. It's, it's not it's nothing to mess around with. Right. So I wanted to be the best version of myself. Yeah. as a coach so I can really help people in the best capacity. Right. Yeah. We don't want to mess people's lives up. We want to help them. Right. <laughs> so this certification gave you a confidence to move forward. Yeah. Confidence and just a skill set. I mean, to be honest with you, there's a part of me that is almost embarrassed that I didn't really feel like I needed a more personal development, more self-growth. When I enrolled, um, I went to a program called IPEC, the Institute for Professional Excellence and Coaching. And But I really, by going through that program and really truly being certified and, and learning the skills to help others recognize fears and blocks and limiting beliefs and the things that hold them back, we start recognizing the same things in ourselves. And so not only confidence, but just more self-awareness, more empathy, more understanding, less judgment, more curiosity. I mean, really the process of becoming a coach has been just as, if not more so beneficial to me than potentially my clients. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it definitely starts with a purpose, right? So how do you plan your own purpose? How do you plan to be successful yourself? Yeah, I, I'm, it's very intentional. So I wake up every single day. I, so a long time, many years ago, when I first started kind of looking into entrepreneurship, like when I was literally, I was 18, 19 years old, I read a book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. Uh, you, you or your fans might be familiar with it, but he was kind of like the first guy to ever do personal development. I'll make it brief, but he was hired by Andrew Carnegie to study wealthy and successful people and see what they did different. Wow. And so at that point, I read this book. It's called Think and Grow Rich. Uh, there's modified versions. Obviously, it's old. It was written in the 20s, but I'd recommend it to anybody who wanted to start off. And in this book, Napoleon Hill really recommends writing out a statement of purpose, writing out a statement of desire, deciding who you want to be, uh, and then reading it aloud every day and that type of a thing. So I've been doing that on and off and, and you know, it's, it's morphed and grown over the years, but probably on, you know, for 20 plus years. And so living on purpose for me is really important. In fact, uh, one of my quotes that I've kind of been noted for recently is, and the, so I feel valuable, I'm sorry, that I feel excited about is, you know, living on purpose doesn't happen by accident. Exactly. So, that was actually, I was going to bring that up. I read that. How did you come up with that? Uh, it's, I, it was literally just something I was thinking. It, it's something to think about. Like living on purpose doesn't happen by accident. It is something that you you need to do every day. It seems almost like it's it's almost like a, a yeah. interesting thing to say because it makes you think a little bit. Well, of course it doesn't happen by accident, but then really what does that mean? So not only does it not happen by accident, but it doesn't happen to you. Like living on, on purpose doesn't happen to you. It's something that you need to take responsibility for. Not only take responsibility for it, but do it every day. Remind yourself every single day of who you want to be. So that means you got a plan. That means there's got to be a plan someplace. Yeah, there is. And everybody does things differently. I'm... Um so my plan is that I, I know what the long-term goal is. I know what my North Star is. I know who I want to be in the grand scheme of life and, and you know, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, in all these different areas as a father, as a brother, as a husband, as an entrepreneur. So, but being clear on that, I think for anybody else out there is really the first step, right? You really have to decide what that looks like, what that feels like, write it down. Because even by writing it down, you're physically kind of taking it from the brain and putting it on the paper to creating it. Uh, so, I mean, that's my daily plan. So every morning I wake up around 5.30, I exercise for, uh, actually, first thing I do I meditate for about 45 minutes to an hour. Then I exercise for 30 minutes. But then I come in and I go over my, what I call my I am statements. I do read them out loud and I think about who I want to be. I set my day up for success in mental space. Uh, then I do some journaling and I also write down what my intentions are for the day. I look at my calendar for the day and what I'm going to do. So for me, it's a, it's a daily plan. Um, okay. You know, 
often not not everything gets checked off the list every single day yeah. <laughs> but by having that daily plan it reminds you of what you haven't done yet and what you'd like to do more wow so it starts with a great morning you have a good morning routine right yeah absolutely wow and it's yeah. definitely thought out it's like i'm i need to do this every morning and it just helps you to get started and know what you need to do during the day well and just as a habit i mean really i think they say once you do anything for 25 days in a row it becomes a habit so once and then i think and i'm making this up but there's a quote somewhere that says something you know 25 days is a habit but like 90 days is a lifestyle or whatever it is <laughs> so once you get to this point well this is how you're living this this becomes who you are by setting up for me in my experience by setting up my morning with intention and on purpose the rest of the day, you know, some days are more productive than others. Some days are, right. are awesome. Some days, whatever. But at least I know each day how I'm starting it off and kicking it into gear. Exactly. And, we, and all these pieces come together to help me decide who I want to be. And also not so much only for me, but for my family, for my kids. You know, my intention is to, you know, not only be the light that I want to see in the world, but be the magnifying glass for the awesomeness of the universe, right? Like let others see what light is out there and, and be the best version of myself so that others are inspired to do the same for themselves. Exactly. All right. So you want to be a great example. And it starts with this plan that you start off with every morning. How do yeah. you make sure that you accomplish that plan or at least strive to accomplish that plan? Uh, I think, well, you know, so obviously we said writing it down, saying it out loud, but then taking action every day. Yeah. So, How know, do you do that? How do you take action every day to make sure your plans are completed? Well, I think the first step for me is again, writing it down so I know what it is. Okay, right? knowing yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, you really have to know, A, know, B, believe that it's an outcome. C, stop blaming or, or allowing things outside of you to be a reason not to do it, right? Okay. So the, the, there's all, so many different people. Na- human nature is to blame the outside. And often we feel like life is happening to us. I couldn't do it because this happened. I couldn't do it because that happened. I couldn't, you know, but really Excuse. excuses and sometimes they feel legitimate and they're understandable for that person's life experience up until that moment. It doesn't mean that it's serving them. It doesn't mean that it's helping their plan. So right. I, I think if I, I, I'm not sure what letter I was on, but if we go to D, which is decide that you, or C, if C was believed that it could be an outcome, D is to take action, but know that you are responsible for the action. D is to like recognize that life is happening for you. And when you when you believe that and you step into that every day, it gives you uh, opportunity to decide what you want to do with it. And that that encourages you to take responsibility. And the more responsibility you take, the more action you take. And then the last thing I'll say to that is the more action you take, the more you start to see results and then you feel better yeah. about it. And so you want to take more action. So it's, it's something that builds upon itself. Yeah, there, there's definitely a momentum there, right? But your, yeah. your basic thing, what you're trying to say is that we need to take ownership of our time and that we can't make excuses. We got to go, wow, this is what I need to do. This is my why I want to do this yeah. and I need to take responsibility and do it. Yeah, absolutely. And step into it. And, you know, for those of us out there who feel like, well, again, reasons, excuses, whatever, are not doing it. Sometimes it's just a fear. It's a fear of not being good enough. It's a fear of what okay. other people will think. It's a fear of all the different, you know, that's really what keeps us small. And so one thing I would just point out to everybody, A, fear is a liar. I mean, unless you're okay. actually physically in danger in the moment, fear makes sense. But other time, most of the time, it's just something that goes on in our head that is keeping us from our greatness and keeping us small. So push past fear. Fear is often considered false evidence appearing real, right? So it's different things that are, that are not really happening. We, we build up worst case scenarios in our head. So push past your fear and just, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be great. As an example, your first, someone's like, well, I, I want to, I'm making this up. I want to start a website. And then they, they're, but they're afraid because what if it's not awesome right away? <laughs> Listen, man, billions of people are not going to see your website tomorrow. Like just start <laughs> taking action, build it, put it together, learn what it looks like, learn what it feels like. But, you know, there are no mistakes in life. There are only lessons. And when okay. we start to step into that and we take anything that we're stepping into as a lesson to how I can be more of who I want to be the next day, it, it'll serve your journey. Wow. We definitely can't let fear control our lives 
lives and we need to just step out, take the risk, whatever it is. And for most risks, it's not the end of the world if it doesn't go well, right? right. We just learn something, we pick up and move forward. Yeah. Wow. What are some of the things that you've had to conquer during your lifetime? In general, I mean, I've certainly, you know, I mentioned my family. I mean, I, I want to go into the details, but there's just been aspects of, of family life that have not been, I think, ideal. I think everybody has a unique situation, right? Those right. sorts of things to conquer. I, I, I think conquering self is really the most important thing. Conquering the ego, right? It's something that we all okay. have <laughs> tried to do at any given point. Conquer laziness, yeah. conquer fear, conquer all these different things that keep us small and, and hold us back from really stepping into our greatness and, and shining, shining light we want to be. So, you know, over, I'm 44 years old and over the past 44 years, there's been certainly times in my life that have been stressful, been overwhelming, been traumatizing in, in some capacity. Uh, there's been wonderful, amazing times in my life as well. So I think to, to answer your question, I, I think conquering fear of what other people think, conquering laziness, conquering things that, that don't really uh, allow me to be, reach my full potential. Wow. Yeah. So from what you're saying, really, a lot of conquering is conquering our own fears and our own situation. Yeah. It's really ourselves. And uh, so it's it's conquering that mindset that's taken us or can potentially take us down the wrong path and uh, and changing that mindset so that we're going down the right path. Yeah. And, and the right path and also just one that empowers us to be more if we want to be. Like yeah. in the grand scheme of things, this is it, man. This is as far as I can tell and know this is our one shot at this life on earth. And so like, what are you doing with it, right? If every moment is literally a gift and gravity and oxygen and sunlight is all here that so you can exist, like, what are you doing with it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're, and you're a great example, right? You're setting up this program. You're setting up this podcast. You're, you're creating something that serves others. Well, also right. you're learning from and you're, you're, you're being the best version of yourself. And so it's something that we can all do in any given day. And when we stop blaming, you know, there's a great story or example I heard. Somebody says, um, you know, there's two different people and one guy is really intense alcoholic and the other guy is completely straight and, and doesn't ever drink. And the first guy says, people say, well, why are you an alcoholic? Says, well, my father was an alcoholic. And the second guy says, why are you so straight and sober? He says, well, my father was an alcoholic, right? So both the exact same scenario. Oh uh, man, it's really a mindset, isn't it? Yeah. It's wow. it's, and and it's what you choose to do with the information that you've been give, given. Correct. It's how you choose the information that you receive. Um, and right from my um, our conversation so far, I can tell right now that you enjoy life. How do you enjoy life? I mean, what are the things that gives you great joy and how do you make sure that you're enjoying them? Yeah, thanks. That's a great question. Um, and thank you for that observation. That is definitely my intention. Uh, not yeah. only to enjoy life, but to- You have a joyful attitude. I can yeah. tell you that. And to see and to allow others to see that, right? I mean, when we have those yeah. intentions and that becomes reality and people say things like you just said, reflects it back to us. Um, you know, there's an opportunity to be modest and humble, but there's also an opportunity to acknowledge what your intentions are and that they're being received by the world. So thank you for, for noticing that. It's really genuinely my intention. So besides my intentions, right, making me joyful, uh, my my children, my really parenthood is my favorite thing in life. I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. I love watching them grow. I love being an example for them. I love learning by being a parent. I love creating. I love recognizing that in every moment we're creating and we have the opportunity to create. So what, what brings me joy is different projects. So I have you know a number of different small businesses. Uh, I've written a book. I've written a screenplay. I What brings me joy is creating something and watching it come to fruition and allowing others to to participate in in some capacity. I love music. I'm a huge fan of music. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the band Fish, P-H-I-S-A. Yeah, yes. So they're my favorite band. Uh, they definitely bring me joy often. I've seen them over a hundred times in concert. Wow. 
Um, You're a fan. Yeah, definitely a fan. I, I consider myself a fish nerd at heart. And um, so, yeah, being in the present, laughter, joy, intention, connecting with people, empowering people, seeing other people have aha moments. So as a life coach, you know, it brings me joy to connect with people and empower them and see them. You know, coaching isn't giving advice. It's not saying, hey, I've had a perfect life. And if you do what I've done, you're going to have a perfect life, <laughs> right? It's really helping the clients recognize that they have fears, they have blocks, they have limiting beliefs, they have things that are keeping them small. And when we help them recognize these things and ask them questions to kind of, from a detached perspective, take them out of that way, uh, it enables, it, it brings joy into my heart as well. Wow. So definitely accomplishing things brings great joy. And and uh, before you talked about journaling, do you write that stuff down in your journal? Like when you, uh, you know, during your journal time, you're writing down, you know, the successes you're seeing, or how do you keep tabs on these things? Yeah, definitely. So my journal, uh, I use a, a, a journal called the best, uh, the self journal by a company called best self. So I'm, okay, it's not sponsored by them, but I'm happy to promote it. I've been using it. For uh, years. No, yeah, I, I just I learned it. something new. I look forward to investigating all about this journal. Yeah. So on the left side of the first page each day, it has like a calendar for the day. So, so I know as I'm starting my day, what my day is going to look like. Okay. And then on right next to the calendar, there's, there's some notes. If I have just a couple of things, oh yeah, send this guy an email, like just some things I might want to consider doing or whatever reminders uh, underneath that there's gratitude. There's a spot to just be grateful for uh, what, what am I oh, nice. for this morning? How am I starting my day thinking about at least three things that I'm genuinely grateful. So you're creating an elevated emotion. You're actually using the brain and the heart to think about something as you begin your day. Uh, on the, the top side of the second page, so each page you open it up, the, the top side of the second page uh, has goals for the day. And for me, those goals are who do I want to be? They're not going to be tasks, but they're going to be uh, be joyfully productive, You know, be present with whomever I'm with, uh, share love with my family, like you know, shower my love with family, um, be inspired and inspiring. Like These are different things like who do I want to be? How do I want to show up? Those are my goals for the day. Underneath that are very specific tasks. Uh, so I, I can write down like, oh, but then like, okay, I definitely want to send out six, I'm making this up, you know, 16 emails. Yeah. I to be sure, you know, I've, I've connected with my publisher. I want to be sure that I've, whatever those tasks are for today. So there's a couple of them that I write down. And then that's the first part of the day. And then at the end of the day, I journal again. And then so the second part of the day is you'll write down opportunities for in, improvement. So where could I, what could I have done better? What, what are, you know, what were my lessons for the day? Underneath that are uh, wins for the day. So to, okay. like, how do you celebrate? So then, okay, this is what was great today. You know, celebrate some wins. And then the, and then the final bottom of the, that second page is gratitude. Like, what, again, ending the day with gratitude. What, what, what am I grateful for as I, as I go to rest? Wow. So the journaling starts at the beginning of the day. Day and at the end of the day. Yeah. Excellent. So you definitely go to bed with peace in your mind. Yeah. And just a reminder of where you are and tracking what you've done and who you are and who you want to be for tomorrow, what you've learned, what, what you're celebrating, what you're grateful for. You can look back what I did accomplish, what I didn't accomplish. And by doing that consistently on a daily basis, you know, the next day, if I didn't accomplish you know, some days, listen, there's going to be a, a list of like 20 things at, at different points of that journal page that, that I put <laughs> down and 18 of them didn't get done. Right. right. And which is OK. I mean, I'm typically doing other stuff in some capacity or whatever. Life happens. Exactly. Um, but knowing that the next day, those 18 might end up will probably end up there in some capacity. And if the next day, 15 of them still, you know, what I mean, <laughs> the list gets smaller, but at least by having something every day, you remember what you did and didn't do. And you also start to assign value to what is really important. You start to recognize where you're focusing. your. Exactly. Wow. That is so cool. Thanks for sharing that. And yep. something else. There are so many things that you've definitely done in your life and it would be so much fun. And, and hopefully in the future, we'll be able to talk about those more. Yeah. But one of the things you've done is you, you wrote this book and yeah. it's called uh, A First Aid Kit for Emotional Bumps, Scrapes, and Bruises of Life. Yeah. That's that's the title? So that's the subtitle. Uh, the oh, that's the subtitle. Okay. Yep. 
The main what is the title, title? The main title is Be Patient, Be Present, Be Joyful. Okay. First, yeah. A first aid kit for the emotional bumps, scrapes, and bruises of life. Wow. And how did you decide to write this book? Yeah, you know, so there were some basic concepts that were coming up frequently with my clients, uh, with my friends, with my life, in my own life, right? There was some, some basic stuff that we can all do in any given moment to really just live a more fulfilling and purposeful and present life. Uh, and then I was just, something was coming up as concepts. My challenge, so as a coach, as an entrepreneur, I love personal development. I love self-growth. Uh, there are so many great authors and um, thought leaders out there who have written these different books. I am not an awesome reader. Like I don't love to spend hours and hours reading. I might okay. get a couple pages in and my brain just, I read the first, I have to read a page over and over again because my brain goes elsewhere and I, I keep forgetting. So, you know, a lot of these books out there, which are very, it's not that there's anything wrong with them. In fact, they're great, but they'll spend a hundred pages telling you what they're going to tell you, which is necessary. And then they spend you a hundred, another hundred pages telling you what they're telling you. Then they spend another third hundred pages telling you what they told you, which is all good. <laughs> repetition helps your brain understand it and why it works. But I was thinking, you know what, for my clients, for myself, if I'm having a really tough day, if I'm stressed, if I'm overwhelmed in the moment, I'm not going to sit down and read 300 pages. Right. I want a quick fix. I want some first aid now. I want something small that I can just pick up, maybe read in 25 minutes to a half hour and feel better about my life and decide that I, and, and remind me of responsibilities that I have and, and who I can actually be. Very practical steps to kind of take action in the moment, decide. So I didn't know, not that there's not them out and there's not any like that out there. I didn't find any out there. Right, right. So I, so I figured as a creator, I would create one. Excellent. And, and so, yeah, the book is nothing too long. It, you know, there, it's like 76 pages long, a lot of which are short blurbs, a lot of which are, you know, there's uh, illustrations, there's quotes. It's like a, it's written with two purposes in mind. The first one is, and by the way, Tim, I'm definitely going to send you a copy after this. I'm excited to, to get one. Oh, well, thank you. I look forward to reading it. Um, but the, the first concept is that you'll read through it in, like I said, 25 minutes or so and have have some very specific steps, something that you can utilize, not just in that moment, but in days moving forward, months, years, whatever. And then the second piece is that it was literally created in a sense to where um, you can open it to any page and find something that could serve you in the moment. So whether you've read it or not, if you're having a stressful moment, just to pick it up as a first day, like, oh my gosh, I'm just feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling anxiety. Just to pick it up and open up to any page. And there will be something on there that is highlighted or stands out intentionally. This way it was made that you can and find it that that could serve you in the moment. So it is essentially a first aid kit for your emotional bump scrapes bruises. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It sounds like it's a reference. So like if you're going through something, you can just find the right page and it will help you deal with that. Yeah. And it's intentionally small. You can take with you. You can put it in your back pocket. Ladies, you can carry it in your purse. Uh, you can put it in your glove compartment of your car. If you're just driving around, you're sitting in traffic, you know, you might just want something to read. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's intentionally a handbook that you can bring with you wherever you go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I look forward to reading that. Yeah. And um, that's awesome. Is there anything um, that you'd like to share on uh, how people can have success today, just like you. Yeah, I think the great news is we kind of already covered it. So there's really four steps, right? First, decide, make time to literally write down and decide who you want to be. Okay. Like, sometimes people are like, well, I know kind of what I want to do. No, you need to literally write it down and think about it. Like put it down, spend an hour if you need to. And that's in every area of your life. Decide what you want your life to look and feel like. B, remind yourself that, that is the truth, right? And, and know that it is a possibility. You have to believe okay. that it's a possibility. C, read yourself, read it out loud every single day. When you start your day and before you go to bed. So you are reminding your subconscious before you go to bed, you're reminding your subconscious as you start your day. 
de- take action every single day. Even if, if listen, you've got a full-time job, you have a family, you have things going on. Uh, there's a pandemic going on. I mean, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that this is simple and it is a lifestyle. It's something you need to change. But I promise you, if you do even start off with taking five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, eventually you start spending hours a day because you, you know more of who you want to be. You're attracting more opportunities to be that into your life. And so you take action on it. And then lastly, while doing all of this, be the light that you want to see in the world. Wow. You know, shine your light so brightly for yourself and for others that they want to be the same and they want to do the same. Stop coming from a place of competition. I think us as a human race, that our biggest challenges today, whether it be racism, whether it be just all the different challenges that are coming up are because people are trying to be better than somebody else or in some capacity, judge somebody else is not as good. So we feel judged by others. But if we come from the opposite, we come from more instead of judgment, we come from curiosity and we start to be curious as to how can I be great? How can I help others to be great? And we start stepping into that to be the light we want to see in the world and empower others to do the same. I think the world will be uh, the best place it can be. Wow, that, that is so good. That is so good. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. And um, how can people connect with you? What's the best way? Yeah, the best way is probably just to go to ryanstanley.com. Okay, ryanstanley.com. Yep, quick and easy. And there's a contact page on there. I have an audio blog on there. There's, you know, five, seven minute snippets you can just kind of get of me talking like this. Uh, So check that out. You can buy my book on there. In fact, if you buy, so my book's available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, but if you buy it on ryanstanley.com, you'll get a signed copy uh, and also a complimentary coaching session depending on my availability. uh, So there's some benefits there as well. Wow, awesome. So definitely uh, uh, people can go to your website. They'll find out how to get the book. They'll also have the opportunity to say, yes, I I want some coach and I want to learn the stuff that you're talking about. So that is awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. It's a real pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure as well, Tim. I really appreciate you offering to have me here. It's been a blessing and I'm excited to to serve others through through your platform. So thanks for being you. All right. Well, have a good day and talk with you later. Thanks, Tim. You too. Okay, that was a great interview with Ryan. He shared with us so many things. There's so many takeaways from this interview, like how to know our purpose, how to be intentional in the way we live our lives, how to make sure we use that time in a good and healthy way, how to have a good start every morning. Having this great start is so important. Without this great start, many times our day turns into a disastrous. That's why the beginning of each day is so important. I also talked about the importance of journaling, how having a journal helps him to make sure that he's on track. And also he talked about many times the number one thing that hinders us from succeeding is fear. The fear we have of stepping out and accomplishing something and how we need to control that fear. And also something really important that he talked about was it's okay to fail. So many times we think, oh, what happens if I fail? When in reality we need to go, well, Even if I fail, I'm going to learn so many lessons that's going to help me to get going again and to get back on the right path. And in the next time I face this situation, I'm definitely not going to fail. So failure is just something we use to help us succeed, okay? It doesn't have to be something that hinders us from succeeding. And then also he talked about having the proper perspective. Like many times we can have the same information as everybody else has, and it's how we perceive that information. It's how we use that information to make sure that we do good things that helps us to achieve our purpose. All right, well, probably the biggest takeaway out of all these takeaways is to be intentional in the way we live. We got time. We're never going to get our time back. We need to be intentional in the way we use that time. So that's important. All right. 
Well, thank you so much. And I'm so glad Ryan could join us today. Hey, and one more thing. Well, there's something I've been doing for over 30 years. I think this will be helpful to you. And when you go to onpointer.com and go to the bottom of the page, you're going to see register. So register and I'll share with you this thing that has helped me, but also you'll be getting notified every time a new episode comes out, and uh, you'll also be receiving all this valuable information that uh, we share. So definitely go and register. All right, well, thanks for joining us. we got another great show coming up, so see you at the next show. All right, hasta luego. Bye. Bye.